This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I'm joined here in the studio today by Gabriel Brangers. Good morning. And Robbie Payne. What's up? I like that you have to now say here in the studio. Yes. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. 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 It's uh yeah, we're we're here in the studio. We we uh we try to uh be as safe as possible, but we are here and ready to do another episode of the Chromecast. We are on what? This is one oh two now. I'm 102. just gonna keep I'm gonna keep mentioning that we've done a hundred episodes because I'm proud of it. Like the giveaway chapter one's do done. Yeah. Chapter two. I guess if you listen to this as soon as we post this, the giveaway will still be running for the Nest Mini and the Smart Clock Essential. Once it end? Uh, tonight at midnight. I think. Oh I yeah. Said it oh, yeah. End. So yeah, yeah, if we, I wasn't going to mention it, but yeah, I guess if it, it, I sometimes I'll set them at like four o'clock so that way I can go ahead and pick a winner. But this one, I'll just pick a winner tomorrow. So, uh, so yeah, go ahead and get entered. Yeah, enter the win the giveaway. We'll make sure to link it. Win things. Um. So one of the things that I just, I literally just thought of this as I started talking, this is what happens when we podcast. I don't write things down and then they just kind of come to me. Uh, if anyone has been holding their breath, waiting for the video version of the Chromecast, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're going to have to hold that breath a little it's longer. Getting there. It's getting there. I know your face I, is getting purple. I'm a liar. Sorry. <laughs> I know I said we <laughs> we are still working on it, but I was hoping to get it like ready two weeks ago, basically. So I lied. I'm sorry. Actually, I don't know if I ever gave a specific date. No. But, uh, but there's this been, is there's been technical. Yeah, things. There, like we one of the one of the battery adapters for the camera was wrong. We talked about that. We have a very awesome desk that we're going to use for this. That's going to be pretty epic, I think. And it showed up yesterday. We were super excited. We were going to get it all set up, and they sent us the wrong legs. Like they sent us. Well, we'll go and say it's an L shape. Yeah. autonomous desk and it's going to be dope and they sent us legs for a standard desk so yeah. one so leg got, one leg missing we got about five eighths of a desk we could maybe make it work which oh, we, we could, discussed we yesterday up on some stuff, <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely considered trying to make it work yesterday but uh the frame underneath would be the issue like the side part it's not one piece like the side part has to be Oh, we, we would 100% just like throw it on top of the table yeah. we're using now. That's yeah. how it would work. That's the only way it would work right now because those two legs are not going to hold up. Which, yeah, you know. It's not going to happen. We probably thought about that. Okay. A anywho, stay tuned for that. It's coming. I promise. Let's let's uh, let's talk about some, uh, some Chromebook stuff. And let's start with the Samsung. Let's get that kind of out of the way. 
if sorry. anyone saw... Sorry, little guy. He just wants to get you out of the way. Yeah, he doesn't just, even care. Just get out of here, bro. Uh, if anyone saw our unboxing and first impressions of the Galaxy Chromebook 2, it's out. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. I personally am really excited about the video quality. We did a side shot. Well, we did our main A, you know, our A-roll shot face on. I did a, sh- a side shot with our Sony A6500. And then we have our old 6000 that I put up top as a top-down shot. It was a little bit off, just a, a smidge off. It should have been tilted towards you. I just a, skewed a, just a skewed smidge. A I mean, it wasn't even enough that I could adjust it. It was so close. Just a skosh. Just a well, the other, the just other a... weird part is when you're top-down and you have a laptop open the top of the screen's like coming up into the shot and it yeah. looks that kind of yeah. made it look weird too so it kind of uh it made the skew even worse but anywho it looks dope go check it out yeah I'm, i didn't for what it's worth i didn't notice it yeah i mean i'm probably the only one that noticed it because you well, know now everybody listening it's the notice. same reason the dartboard's not square yeah yeah I mean, these guys the these guys i i give them <laughs> i the, was looking over robbie's <laughs> shoulder so things were out of perspective and, and it, it looked straight it was super scientific. What it did was, what did Joe do when he helped hang the dartboard? I had a level, a no. level. But I, I even think the level would have screwed us on this because the numbers, the numbers are not. It numbers it's a weird board. Perpendicular. With, but honestly, that now that weird. I've thrown on it a little bit, it doesn't even bother me. It's, yeah, it's fine. fine. It's fine. I mean, it's going to hurt our aspirations going pro. <clears throat> you know. I mean, if we get good at this, we can do anything. I think maybe I don't know. Probably not. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Samsung Galaxy Chromebook 2. Uh, we did the unboxing. Go check it out if you haven't seen it already. We'll link it. But yeah, I just kind of wanted to give you all a preview. Uh, we're getting fairly close to doing this review because uh, truth yeah. be told, we had the device for a little bit before we did the unboxing. So Robbie was already kind of getting some ideas. That we, uh, multiple of us kind of used it over the weekend and... Yeah, kind of starting to get to, get together the review and hopefully maybe get that together next week, honestly. Yeah, so, that's, that's the plan. Probably late next week. Yeah. Uh, we'd, we'd like to have this review out. Um, and yeah, uh, so preview. And, and Gabe's been using, we actually had two of them um, for, for a couple different reasons. But, yeah. Um, and so I think Gabe, we can talk about the reason. Um yeah, there was Mr. There was Mobile. I mean, it just, Mr. It happens. There was an issue with uh, the keyboard. Uh, it was double uh, was typing Michael's a lot. Michael's like that too? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's, he complained about that in his video. I guess I'm But he complained part. about like getting double types. I still get that a little bit on this, yeah. and we'll, we'll hit on that in a second. But uh, And I think the, the first one that we had, I don't know if it was a software change or just maybe it wore in with the hardware. Like You weren't getting it no, like crazy, not, were you? not crazy, and huh. I wonder if it was just it, after using it, it worked, but, but it could have been an update. We've had a couple of updates since we got it, so... Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it initially, uh, I it got so bad that I typed two sentences in an email, and there were double, triple spaces between words. I counted 18 in two sentences, and so it, it just looked like a ransom note, you know, because there's all these random spaces and stuff, and double types, and... So I reached out to Samsung and said, "Hey, I think there's, I think I got a lemon here." And they said they hadn't heard anything about that. And the only other person that has said anything is Michael. So it makes me think there might be a small batch of these either that need to get worked in a little bit, or because the second one they sent has no issues like that. Now, that being said, there I, I do get double types every once in a while because this is a super short throw keyboard. Like it's not quite as bad as like yeah. the 2016, 2017 Max that everyone hated. Yeah. Uh, it's not that short throw, but it is short throw. Like it's it's 
less travel, I think, than like the Pixelbook Go or the Pixelbook. So, and those are already small travel. Uh, but the click mechanism feels good. It's not. It's not a bad typing experience. But I think, uh, especially, I came from the Lenovo, um, the uh, C13, which has a lot of key mm-hmm. travel, and it's one of those keyboards that forces you to kind of work for it a little bit. Like it's good, but. You know, if you get lazy on these really shallow keyboards, it's it's like, oh, crap, you know, I need to get my, my fingers back in shape. And then I came back to this, and so I was probably typing a little extra hard as well. Um, so it, I've kind of gotten used to it now. I've um, gotten pretty accurate again on it. But there was a there's a bit of a learning curve. Um, and at first, it, it just feels like it's going to be a great keyboard. And it just, I don't know, I, I had a little bit of a hard time uh, getting used to it and still don't love it. Um, I, I really love the original Galaxy Chromebooks keyboard, and I don't know if these are the same, but I don't love this keyboard. Yeah, that's what I that's like what, it. That's I like where it okay. I was with it because I've been I've been working on the C ten thirty, the HP, and it's got a great keyboard. Yeah, it's got a great <laughs> keyboard. The Samsung's good, but it was I never once sat down and was like, oh man, this is really nice. It's yeah. just like eh, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. it works. But, but the one I had, which is the original, it also it felt like the uh, tuning on the touchpad was a little little hot. So I have we've had one other device. I, I think Robbie said the Pro actually did yeah, this Samsung too. Samsung Chromebook Pro. The touchpad was so sensitive that you would swipe up to scroll like a web page, and it would detect your finger moving after you lifted it. So it, you'd get that bounce. It scroll up and then bounce back down. And it never stopped, so it, it was clearly an issue with that specific touchpad, and that's that is annoying to me. I had an old oh, yeah. Acer that did that, and it was so frustrating. Uh, and I I remember uh, experiencing that on that one. It it hasn't happened at all in this one. So again, I think that first one, there's probably something internally not quite right with it. Um, I, I've not had the same uh, issues. And that being said, the the trackpad is very nice, uh, glass smooth, a little small, but you know it's nice. Um, you know the red color is awesome. The screen is very good, Dope. like very very good. It was awesome um, to film it because it just like it was so like <clears throat> filming screens is not as easy as you would think, <laughs> especially Chromebook screens because there's quality that comes yeah. out whenever you start filming a screen that you don't necessarily see. Like the Acer Spin Seven Thirteen, in practice, it's a great screen. I never complain about the Seven Thirteen's screen, but we can't film it. Go. Like, it, it it does like the weird shutter oh, rolls and I was gonna say go check our uh, review of the uh, C13 but it's not out yet. Yeah, <laughs> there's a done. shot. There's a shot in there where you can distinctly see it. Yeah, it's, it's bad and, and and that's quality. So that's uh, different ways that the screen's refreshing and mm-hmm. the way it's backlit and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. High quality screens and again for end users doesn't matter I mean, really. Ninety nine percent of people don't aren't going to worry about how their screen looks when they're recording it, but it is, it's indicative for us when we look at it and go, Oh yeah, that's uh that's not great. Uh, there's obviously some quality. Pixelbook go does the same thing. Um, it looks okay. And then you start recording it and you're like, Oh, that's mm-hmm. not great. Um, you know, the display on this isn't, uh, what the original was, but I don't think that's, it's to me, it's not a detractor at all. Like there's no, no part of the screen experience here that I'm like, Oh man, I really wish I had that AMOLED from the original. Like the colors are amazing. The colors are accurate. The viewing angles are just like spot on. You know, the darks and black parts are dark and black. And, you know, the highlights are crispy white. Uh, Especially you set it next to the Pixelbook Go and you see like the yellowish tint of that screen versus the clear white of this one. And I mean, I've said it a hundred times, but 1080p on a 13.3 inch screen, no issues. I can't, I'm, I'm looking at it at regular viewing distance right now. 
there's there's no pixels to be picked out here and I have you know, I have good vision so it's like that part they just nailed and and yes it's a step back uh, technically but it's not it it's not a detractor at all for this device so they they nailed it on the screen and they nailed it with the color like uh, the red still mm, looks awesome it's, it's looks, a little fingerprinty it's great it's um, different than the uh, than the original it's a little more um um Orange, yeah. So it creates more of the, uh, but crap. also more saturated. University of Louisville had the uniforms a couple years ago. What Those did like they call neon them? ones. <laughs> they were super hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, infrared hue. is what yeah. they called it. It's it's got that kind of feel to it. Um, it's just hot. It's, it's hot. hot red. It's it was um, hard to film. It was actually really hard to film. I actually, truth be told, the footage that I got was was like in camera was way too saturated like it was like didn't look good i had to actually go in and turn down turn down the color the red to make it look like what it looks like to our eyes you know yeah. um yeah and so uh you know another kind of thing i don't love is the the keyboard deck is plastic uh they did a great job of matching the colors um you know as you look at the lid and you look at the the, the keyboard deck it's like they did a pretty good job here uh but you can just tell it's not metal and I don't know for a six hundred ninety nine dollar Chromebook, I, I would have liked to seen that when it's on the desk. There's no flimsiness to it or anything like that. But you pick it up, you can wrench it a little bit, a little bit more than I would like. Um, and that was one of the things for this device that I don't know that I was looking for. I wanted to pick this up and it feel as well thought out and designed as the Pixelbook Go. That was because it's like you need those things to justify seven hundred dollar price point for a Core i three. Uh, device with eMMC storage inside of it. Um, you know, you get metal on the bottom. It's got fans this time around, so overheating's not been an issue. I know Gabe said with that other <laughs> one that he, I, I something still, was I happening. I still don't know what was happening, yeah. Uh. Uh, but, you know, ultimately, I haven't had any heating issues whatsoever. Um, I've not had any um, battery life issues. I mean, right now it's sitting at, you know, I've had it off the charge, I don't know, since 15 minutes before. I've been in here messing with it. It's still sitting at 100%. So, and I've got the screen brightness cranked 100%. So, I've been seeing, you know, realistic like eight, nine hours of yeah. use out of it. It's yeah. not, oh my gosh, this has got the best battery I've ever seen in a Chromebook, but it's a far cry better than what it was. Yeah. And so, you, they fixed the things that they needed to fix, um, sidestepped on some things like a, the keyboard, probably a lot of people aren't going to have any issue with. The backlighting looks good. It's it, it, like I said, it's comfortable enough. The uh, trackpad's good, you know, all that kind of stuff. But the fingerprint scanner's gone. The camera on the on the keyboard deck is gone. The stowable stylus is gone. Uh, it is USI compatible, so that works. But you've you've removed quite a few things from a hardware perspective. You've replaced at least a third. It's probably fair to almost say more than that uh, with plastic versus metal. You've swapped out uh, SSD, NVMe SSD for eMMC storage. Uh, you've downgraded to a Core i3 from last year. So, I mean, those that's a lot of trade-offs. It's a bunch when you start listing them out. And I think um, I think $300 to take off the price from a Chromebook that's a year old at this point or over a year old uh, isn't enough. You know, I think at the right price point, this is a fantastic Chromebook. Like, this is... Holy crap, this thing's excellent. But it needs to get down there and, and play around with the HP 14C and the Spin 713 uh, to be truly competitive. They get that Samsung tax no matter what. People are going to pay a little more for the color Samsung. 
you know, that kind of stuff or the screen. I mean, this thing's going to be sitting. It probably is right now. Uh, if you go to a Best Buy, it's probably sitting on, on the shelf and it's yeah. right there and it's probably got its own little space and people walk by and look at it and yeah, the screen's oh, eye popping. It's a galaxy too. <laughs> it's a galaxy Chromebook. The screen looks amazing. The red color just is like, holy crap, that might be enough. Honestly, I mean, when it comes down to it, that might be enough. But for us, when we look at Chromebooks and the people that watch our stuff and read our stuff, they're expecting, okay, but I also want you to compare it to other things. Mm-hmm. And is this a good value proposition? In some ways, yeah. In some ways, no. And in some ways, I'm still kind of forming my opinion on it. Uh, but spoiler alert, I can tell you I'm not I'm not as in love with it as I wanted to be. Like, I wanted to get the Pixelbook Go thing from it. I wanted to just be like, I can't believe how much Everyone I love this. Everyone should go this. buy this thing. <laughs> like the Pixelbook Go, honestly, is is one of those ones I still, when I reach for it, I'm like, I'm happy to grab that Chromebook. Very happy to pull that thing out and use it. Um, and it's not the fastest thing in the world. It's like the Core i3 to me, it's not that big of a deal. And EMMC storage, not that big of a deal. You know, it's it's, but it's, I don't know. It's just picking it up and using it. Do I love it? And I like it. I don't, I don't know that I love it, and I don't think that's going to change by the time we get the review done. So one last thing I'll say about it that frustrates me to no end is the fact that there's like basically a scar on here, <laughs> uh, and it was like the same way on the other one, so I'm guessing this is just going to be what it is. Uh, because of the, the plastic chassis on the inside, they put the Intel sticker, they put the Energy Star sticker, and then they put this huge sticker on the left side. You can see, and... It is the worst sticker removal experience I've ever had. There's a lot of Chromebooks that come with that big palm rest sticker and literally peels right and off. And I still don't understand because the, the they use these Mylar stickers that and whatever adhesive. Why don't they just use the clear vinyl cling stickers right. that, just that peel up. right off? It can be Stick on it there. on your car window or whatever, but I should be able to... Grab Take it, the stickers, pull it right off, and there's cost money. They don't want to no, spend money. I don't feel any residue on here. Yeah, but you can see it you can though. See it. The right, see it. right light. Yeah, and it's never going to go away. No, this is a seven hundred dollar laptop. That's insane. this is unacceptable. Yeah, unacceptable. And like if someone went, both of them that we got are like that, and I would, yeah. I would assume they're all probably going to be like that because this plastic probably just has something sticks that, too much yeah. with that. It's too porous, probably or whatever, and. That little stuff like that is so annoying on a higher end Chromebook. Well, and it's just something that you wouldn't see on like a Mac or something. Or like, a Surface. Yeah, or, or a Surface. Like if that was the case, people would be losing their crap, you know? Oh, yeah. And like, and the, that's an expensive device. Like $700 right. is a lot of money to spend on a Chromebook. And, and again, that goes away if you to, just would have put aluminum exactly. in here. Like it would have exactly. peeled, peeled off on. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a bummer. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we trying to peel that thing off. We had alcohol wipes. We had when the second one came in, and I was like, maybe this will be better. Yeah, and it nope. was literally just as bad. It yeah. was. It was so ridiculous. Like half an hour it scraping, took me of scrubbing, because yeah. like and the using top layer comes wipes. off, and then there's this like under. <laughs> yeah, and there's <laughs> no and there's is. no peeling it. Like it comes up in very tiny micro pieces oh you have to scrape it it off with like yeah it's it was so bad and you can't scrape it with too much because it's plastic plastic. so you don't want to scratch scratch it it. so you just have to keep like like, we we, we had said we're like oh grab the magic eraser nope that won't work 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't take a magic eraser to that. Nothing to the aluminum, maybe, yeah. but to plastic, yeah, no. Even, yeah, I don't even know that I would use like a like one of those plastic pry tools or something. No, I probably think not. You would scratch it. You're going to put a groove in it or something. Yep. I would. I wouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah, soft um, surface. We'll, we'll talk no about that in the review, obviously, because uh, that's the the entire review is just the sticker. It's just going to be the, a time lapse of me <laughs> scraping gosh, the sticker off. That's so bad. But the thing is, like, I mean there are some great things about this device, you know, sure, like, I absolutely. mean, the screen is just, it's, it's fantastic. So it all comes back to like, what, what, what do you value in a device? What is it that you're looking for specifically? Right. Is it going to be sitting on a desk all the time? Cool. Like the, the plastic, you know, flimsiness is, yeah, it isn't, isn't a big deal. Yeah. It feels fine on the desk. Like no problem, but and it feels fine in your lap and it feels like I can pick yeah. it up from the corner. It's sturdy yeah. and it's not like it's flimsy. No. It's not that it's just, it's, it's not just not that. as rigid as you would want it to be. Right, for 700 bucks because, and this is how, like, doing this review is going to be weird because I'm going to have to keep coming back to this. And that, I've said this about this device since we knew it was coming. The, the interesting part of this is because of the price and because of the number of things that they removed... So right. It's not like this step, That's the they issue. step forward to a new device no. and it, it's different. This is basically the same device with a bunch of compromises. Exactly. And so in that vein. You have to justify those in right. some way. <laughs> Unless it's going to be 500 or 400 bucks, you've got to say, okay, you're, you've taken out more than $300 worth of stuff here. I mean, you removed a bunch of things um, between <laughs> the processor, the storage type, the pin, the camera, the fingerprint scanner, the aluminum chassis, the OLED screen, like it's a that's a lot of stuff to remove and then you've only cut the price by 300 bucks. So you don't get to show up and miss anything. Right. No. You you're feeder to the fire now. You have exactly. to nail it. And I just don't this didn't this doesn't quite nail it. Now Everybody won't look at it that way. There's a ton of people that'll approach this. Will this is ne- the, they'll have this never is seen the Galaxy, Galaxy. Chromebook I wanted. You know, yeah. th- this might be perfect for them. Yeah. Right. And so it, we'll, it's, we'll it'll be interesting see. to kind of, but that's the way I'm probably going to tackle this review because ultimately that's what people are asking. Like, did they make the right cuts? And if at this point right now, I feel like, yeah, they kind of missed it or the price just needs to come down. And they could have put it on sale at six nine or six ninety nine, knowing that next month or the month after, they're going to always have it on sale. Yeah, for and that's the thing. At five ninety nine, I mean, it's pretty easy. I feel a lot it's, better. But if you had six hundred dollars in your pocket right now and that was on sale for five ninety nine, I would tell you go to Best Buy and buy the Spin Seven Thirteen. That's just me. Hmm. Yeah, I or mean, save another couple hundred bucks and go get a Flex Five or that. Yeah, because it, it it's not that big of an Same upgrade. Same internals, you yeah. know. I, the aesthetics. Very different, though, with those two devices. It so yeah. if so aesthetics if just, are important to you. If you're about the look and the screen, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it's still not worth $700, I don't think. Yeah. I just don't, in a world where we look at $1,000, and it's easier, This like a lot of times it's like, well, that $1,000 Chromebook has this, this, and is built by this, and does that, and it's apples and oranges a little bit, and you're trying to go, okay, let's look at it from a perspective of going, eh, okay, let's look at this Chromebook, and it, you know, uh, has these features and, and appeals to this, these people. And this one has these features and appeals to these people. Now we'll compare those two and say that this is worth that. And that's worth this. And it's like, that's, that's difficult to do. This is way less difficult. You got a red 13.3 inch Chromebook that looks a lot like this one made by the same company with the same name. It's very easy to compare next to them and go, Oh, well that doesn't have this. And Oh, that doesn't have that. And, 
And because of that, they've kind of set themselves up, I think, a little bit for some of that. Uh, especially because it's not like they pulled the original. It's just still on the shelves. Like, if they just would have named it something different, would this have If it was Galaxy Chromebook a Alpha? a different review. Totally different. Yep. But uh, the fact that it's the two... And now it feels that like we've got to explain. Well, like, and think it, about if they made a if the Pixel Three A would have come out after the Pixel Three XL, and you had the Three A XL, and they called it the Pixel Four. Right. Nobody would have bought that. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, you, right. You downgraded all the things and gave it another number. Like, right. That doesn't make any sense. That makes sense to no one. So that fact makes zero sense, and it makes it. It's just a weird device. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 a weird device that. Had its predecessor not existed, we could, you know, be in Look a vacuum here. Yeah. I still think at at seven hundred dollars, it's still looking at the competition that exists around it. Uh, it would it would still be a bit of a hard sell. Um, but again, yeah, it just depends on what things are important to you. It's been so long since we've had our hands on one, but the uh, the cheaper C four thirty six. Yeah, so I mean, it offers a little bit more, maybe. Yeah, uh, but that's like I feel like the chassis of it was a really flimsy, yeah, and the key, I hated the keyboard and the screen. Yeah, they was they missed on the price of that for sure, but it just feels like seven hundred dollars should get you more than what this device is offering. Yeah, right. for sure. Especially if the original was a thousand, right? And that's the that's, problem. That's you the keep coming back to that, and going, wait, yeah. that's a thousand bucks. Yeah, I'm it's, losing all of those things, but it's only seven ninety nine right now. I know, yeah, and I know, it'll right? probably stay that way yeah. for a while. I bet yeah. it does, and that makes it even more difficult yep. because yeah. it's in every way aside from the battery. And I really didn't have overheating issues with it. It got a little too warm, you know, to make me feel like oh, is this thing going to last for a long time. Battery aside, the original is better than this device in every way, in all ways. And so that that becomes unfortunate because you got to say that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just true. It's a better screen. It's a better build quality. It's a better keyboard. It's a better trackpad. It's got a, it's got a pen. It's got a front-facing camera also. It's got a fingerprint, fingerprint scanner. Yeah. It's got a faster processor. It's got better storage. It's better. It's yeah. better across the board, I except thought, battery. Yeah. I thought it was so weird. We were going to do the unboxing, and we realized this thing, the storage yeah, on this CMMC. thing. It's like, yeah, that's, that's just another one of those sucks. things. It's like, uh, it uh, wouldn't have One more little much. thing. Like, yeah. one more little thing. Yeah, so it's just, obviously, there's there's some things that uh, we got to put into, <laughs> got to take all these thoughts and put it into a, uh, yeah. you know. 10 minute video which and, we will do but time, uh, this you know, one will be interesting i'll use it at home <clears throat> again a lot over the weekend and again all next week and, you know mm-hmm. i've been working from this exclusively uh but you know these thoughts are, are yeah. forming pretty hard and mm-hmm. i don't know it, it, i get bummed about reviews like this sometimes because for sure i wanted i wanted to be able to be like hey well, yeah we yeah they pared things down but they pared the right stuff down and this is a great experience and i love this chromebook well, as as much as we, this is our job, and and as much as we, you know, uh, are reviewing things, like we're also just fans <laughs> of these things. Right. So you were just excited about the device, just as anyone else was excited about right. it. You know, so it's like that's where you you can, you know, get hyped about something, and then it comes up, and you're like, oh darn it, this is yeah, this didn't quite deliver what I thought it was going to. And when that stuff happens, like I think about the upcoming Coach Z tablet that I'm. 
I'm so hyped on it. I'm afraid that there's no way it's ever going to live up we're, to hype. <laughs> like, there's no way. It we can't. Said, we said it last... What, did we say it last week's podcast? How, how how often Robbie writes an article about Coach Z? At least one a week. Go, to the, go minimum, to the website. Minimum. minimum. I, I've got two in the hopper. Oh, I Two know. more. And oh, I just what? try to space them out because yeah. like, there's so much stuff about it. Like, it keeps For popping sure. up. And I'm like, oh, uh, there's more it's, stuff we it's know. It's going to be... I think, it. if anything, it's going to deliver... It's going to deliver a new experience i think it will be so, so really at least it will, it will do that and from there we'll have to determine you know all of these other things like we talk about with any other chromebook like we'll have yeah. to evaluate it at that but i think there's i think there's reason to be excited just for the fact that it's gonna it's gonna deliver something different you know that yeah. we haven't quite like the x2 uh hp you know that that tablet yeah like that thing was that thing was dope and it was it was like the it, keyboard it was cool. attachment sucked so the keyboard bad attachment it. was was garbage so it's like this one's gonna, and that one was what was what size was it? It was, um, it was 12.3, so it's yeah. the size of the Pixel Slate, right? It was, yeah, and, and so we're, we're, we're getting this kind of refinement of a Chromebook tablet that I think yeah. is going to be really interesting. So, yeah, I mean, Coach Z, I'm stoked on that one for sure. I mean, I we, we talked about it last week, I think, but like being able to have that device that. We we always come back to this. Have that oh. device that I can take home. I can sit on my 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 reading chair and read the news in the morning. Drink my coffee and it's comfortable comfortable to hold. I can consume media on it. You know, if I want to watch a show or whatever, um, and I can read on it. Like read my it's my Snapdragon, Google Play book. So it's gonna play it's, great games. It's gonna have games. But then I can bring it to the office and dock it. Yep. You know, and and get productive. So. Um, it's going to be an interesting device, I think. So, uh, let's take a quick break for an ad and we'll be back to talk. We've got a couple other things here to talk about. I'm not sure what we're going to get to next, but just stay tuned. We'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. All righty, welcome back, everyone. We are going to dig in uh, to something a little different here. I know we talked a lot about hardware there. We actually have some other hardware stuff to talk about. We like hardware. Oh, <laughs> Hardware's <course>. the best. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's Speaking that's of hardware, can that's I get how, some new headphones? That's how we got started. Of course you can. Okay, I pick can plug my AKGs in here, right? Sure, sure okay, you could. Cool. Yeah. Sure you could. I wouldn't mind I actually getting ones. some. Oh, those are the. I bought two Sony headphones yeah. in my build-up to go finally uh, the, buy the, the headphones. QCs. Are great. I just I, I'm a hat guy. I, I wear hats more often than I don't. So uh, vain. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, hey. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I, I wear my hair. I guess so. I wear a hat probably. F- four days a week at work if not five so i fix my hair like twice a week uh i got up crazy early this morning to go do something really stupid we don't talk about it it's not stupid man uh, uh, be proud we'll, of we'll it. Talk about it later. anyway so and, and i'm gonna do a video today i don't do i don't do videos it's for that that's why robbie robbie gets haircuts every 10 days and he's always fresh and camera ready and i i yeah, i need one today i i i don't want to say i envy that but i like I'm proud of him for that. He's always ready. I'm a big boy, you know, and it, and it's not a vanity <laughs> thing. He's just always ready at the drop of a hat to be on camera, and, and I am not that person. If Joe's like, you want to do a do a video, and I'm like, let me go uh, buy a razor real quick. You I'll know. be right back. 
So today my hair's fixed and I'm shaved with my new my new razor I got for Christmas, which Robbie recommended. Robbie recommends. Robbie recommends. recommends. That could be the first newsletter. That brawn is there bad. I love the it. Series six. I'm looking at it. Yeah. Sam's the six. Yeah. What do I, I got the seven. Got the seven. seven. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. a whole tangent. Anyway. anyway. So, you know, I'm ready to go for a video today, but I got these over-ear headphones on. They keep sliding off because I don't want to put it on top of my head because yeah. it's smashing my faux hawk. And it's, yeah. Yep. No, we, can, we got hair glue in here. I don't know what got, I'm worried uh, about. I do have we have three hair products. product floating around this yeah. office. There's, uh, there's, I mean, I, I mean, you guys probably know this, like reference monitor, in-ear reference monitors uh, that like I used to drum with that are like yeah. fitted well. Uh, they make something similar to those that obviously aren't aren't as expensive but they're like for podcasting and stuff okay that are just probably use, a little bit of a better quality than just your regular i use these 15 dollar uh yeah. ear what is it the prior to airpods ear these are ear pods yeah ear-pods. the ones that used to actually ship with the phone now apple doesn't give you anything with your phone uh but you can buy these like 15 bucks i think like, yeah honestly like, wigs. for what we do for, for you guys it's just mainly having you know just reference reference yeah. like yeah. for me maybe something a little different i don't know we'll see Anywho. Yeah, we don't care what it sounds like. That's Joe's job. Yeah, exactly. And as of right now, I don't have my headphones on. I mean, on. these sound really nice. I'm going to go ahead and say. <laughs> yeah, these, they these, sound fine. They sound yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Anywho, let's talk about uh, some big news this week. Uh, well, I guess it came out yesterday or yes. Wednesday. Yes. Yesterday. Okay. Um, there was uh, it was a uh, post on the keyword, right? They, they, well, they ended up the, making it, it official. Chromium, Chromium blog. blog. It was on the Chromium blog. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought they ended Which up putting it on Which technically you can get there via the keyword. Sorry, I'm reading this and I'm like, thoughts about the Samsung Galaxy Chromebook 2 or two thoughts about the Samsung Galaxy Chromebook. <laughs> There's no, <laughs> There's no there. comma or colon. So. <laughs> Samsung Galaxy Chromebook 2. So, well, two thoughts. Yeah, two we'll, thoughts. We'll share a picture of that somewhere so you all can see what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so they're 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 releasing. Uh, they they came out and said, "Hey, we're we're ready to do four week updates." So they looked at the fact that they've been doing uh, biweekly security updates, and mm-hmm. this is for Chrome uh, specifically. Is what they said in this in this blog post, uh, and they realized, "Hey, we've been doing this, and then the six week up, week update schedule, we feel pretty confident we can we can start rolling four week updates now uh, to Chrome." So if you thought six weeks was pretty rapid as far as getting updates which it's, it is I yeah mean, i mean it really is cutting it by 33 percent. so uh, it wasn't clear in the blog post i read it multiple times just to kind of see the only reference to chrome os and chromebooks was because uh, they ex- extended it and said okay we're doing four weeks but then we're going to do what's it called wrap uh tack on it what's it called stable extended, extended stable yeah so it's kind of like what firefox does with esr extended stable release uh, it's it's just a long term, long term supported release, I guess. Yeah, and so the idea there being like that you can you can put out uh, if you want like as administrators for businesses and stuff. We don't want to get hit every time there's an update. Like make sure it's good. And so I don't know if that does it put them behind a, a, a very like it's just its own release. Yeah, it's its channel, own release. I'm not exactly sure. Not so like sure. if they're on 88 right now and four weeks from now. 89 comes out well if you're on that extended do you just skip 89 and wait for 90 or do you wait till 90 comes out and you get 89 at that point i think that's how it works yeah super stable yeah because like with firefox esr it's usually like a version or two behind (laughs) and then you advance forward just at a slow yeah i'm not sure and and we we've seen them working on that in the new lacrosse browser because they actually have a new flag not new but there's a flag for lacrosse where you can set 
uh, how frequently you want updates, and they refer to as the longer update period. They refer to that as the more stable version. So, there, I think that kind of goes hand in hand with what with what the point Robbie was getting to is that they're they're looking at creating a way for those stable releases to be kind of micromanaged by admins. That way, they don't, you don't want an enterprise with five thousand devices getting an update right. and it's got a bug in it. Yeah, so. I mean, if if I'm looking at so they had this kind of diagram they put and I put this in the blog post on the site. Um, so this, the extended stable refresh, for instance, for M94 would happen at this point. So there's two refreshes that are happening and then they get an update another six weeks after that. So it'd be eight weeks after the initial launch. Hmm. They just, it shows them basically skipping M95 because that's stable. Okay. Yeah, so they would have to. Otherwise they're going to, they're going to keep getting further and further right. behind. Yeah. And so maybe I would assume then part of the development, then it'll be like a TikTok kind of thing. So mm-hmm. your, your one update will be a big update. Your next update might not be as big of an update so that it lets the, uh, and I would say the, the extended release probably would be like, Hey, we're, we only want to get updated when you're doing the, the refresh. So it's like, you know, you got a 2021 Honda Accord. We just redid everything. It's brand new. You don't want that one. You want the 2022, let them figure the kinks out. And then, you know, the next one where they change it all again, you want the one after that. And so maybe that's kind of, I'm assuming, I don't know the idea though, behind it, no matter how they um, present it or talk about it is for those, for schools and for, for businesses, for those admins to have the flexibility to say, we want more stable, not less stable, because I'm sure when they said, hey, we're going to start updating every four weeks, I'm sure a ton of admins went, oh my oh, God. No. Yeah, because it doesn't happen. Be more yeah, it doesn't happen like all the time, but we saw over the past couple of years a, a couple of instances where an update to Chrome OS completely borked stuff for schools mm-hmm. and they just you they can't have it yeah you can't have that it just can't happen that stuff's can't, can't it has to be avoided and so we talk about all that because there's one sentence in the middle of the post where it says for users on chrome os we also plan to support multiple stable release options obviously talking about this uh, extended stable uh, release cycle we'll have more info or i have more to share with chrome os administrators in the coming months about the choices you'll have for milestone updates to your managed devices, and then they move on. Right, that's which, the only mention of Chrome yeah, OS. In which this they post. sort of already have that because with the admin console, and a lot of schools do this, they'll keep a few devices on the beta channel. They have like a beta option, but they pin their stable devices. So most or a good majority of managed devices, especially at schools, don't get updates as soon as they roll out. They don't get updates until the admin says, okay, yeah, let's go ahead and do this. Right, which is so, smart. Yeah, so when the update rolls out, the admin goes in the console and they say pin stable, and then it doesn't move until the admin says otherwise, which is, like Robbie said, that that's smart. Um, and so because of this, like some of the early stuff that, that was covered with this just freely assumed that Chrome OS would be included in this. So now we're going to get Chrome OS updates every four weeks. False. I, I don't know that that's the case, and for a couple of reasons. One, uh, and I'm thinking about maybe doing another post maybe over the weekend on this as I get my thoughts together, but uh, A, they, they would have said in here, you know, Chrome, Chrome OS and Chromebooks will get the same updates, you know, expect that same thing. They don't. They just talk about Chrome. Uh, some of the things they link in here are only talking about Chrome. Yeah, Chrome and, and they make it a point to say Chrome OS people 
we got some news for you coming. Right. So clearly it's not going to be the same thing. And on here it says, for users on Chrome OS, we plan to support multiple stable releases. And so they're talking about the stable, the extended stable stuff. Like they're not talking about the four week option. Like, and so that was, that was the initial red flag that I was like, um, you know, are they going to do is Chrome, are Chromebooks going to be part of this or not? And then they link over to the, um, uh, Chromium Dash, which is basically the schedule that they put out so to say, hey, here's when features need to be done by, blah, 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 and they go down the list and tell you exactly when um, all of this stuff is going to be rolling out, and so that they kind of have a, a schedule that they're holding themselves to. And so, oops, I clicked the wrong thing here. I'm, I want to pull up because I want to say the exact thing here. So if we look at the schedule, all of this isn't going to start till 94, which is uh, in Q3. When we click over in this dash to 94, all the way up to it, you get the same stuff. It shows you when beta promotions are happening and when it's stable cutoff is going to be the stable release. And then it also has a next line item for stable release of Chrome OS. And it's always a week after. And it's, that's how it's always been. You get to 94 and there is no line item for Chrome OS. So at first I saw that and was like, Oh, well, you know, maybe that means Chrome OS is just understood to be part of this. But right underneath that, there is a new line that says note, Chrome OS release dates for M94 Plus, so 94 moving forward, will be available soon. See here for more details, and it links you back to the blog post. So, release dates for M94 Plus will be available soon, meaning they're not available now. If they were going to roll Chrome OS and Chrome together like they have been, there would be no need for this note. Clearly, they're doing something different. Um, What exactly it's going to be, we're not sure. But, like always, we have some thoughts. Um, if you go to the repositories right now, there is an insane amount of work being done in the last couple months on lacrosse. And we haven't talked about lacrosse here for Not a little a while. while. Yeah. It's been a minute. Well, because it's like we saw this work being done, but we honestly have just kind of <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot, be? yeah, a lot of what theorizing exactly about what, it, what the purpose behind it is, but... I mean, it really kind of seemed like this was going to be a way for people to continue using Chrome even when a device went EOL, but now it looks with this and some other things. But it it, could still do that. It could, but this makes it really look like Google is trying to separate Chrome and Chrome devices. Well, because remember when this all first came out, I want to say 9 to 5 maybe, or maybe it was Android. Somebody, Somebody else wrote basically, you know, Google's getting ready to separate Chrome and Chrome OS, you know, apart. Yeah. And, and we were like, maybe, but it, it could be for just for updates. Right. You know, that device is dead, but we can keep getting security updates to Chrome, the browser. Um, and it's some, you know, at that point, you know, you take the update, the final update. And for that final update for that device, it would get rid of the Chrome browser that's kind of baked into Chrome OS and give you this lacrosse, which if, if you haven't read about this or heard about this, basically it's, it's another virtual machine. It's another uh, sandboxed, you know, container, container yep. that they've put Chrome, basically Linux. It's the Linux version Chrome. of Chrome. Yeah. Uh, a couple of cool things about Lacrosse, I think, is um, if you open it and it's and it's running well. Like I'm in beta right now and it's it's acting weird, but I haven't restarted since I turned it on. Um, but I've had it running in other instances where. It almost feels like it runs smoother than the Chrome yeah. that's built in the Chrome yep. OS. Like the scrolling's all smooth and stuff. There's a couple of things that don't work, but if you want that multi-account thing, we made that whole video about how to deal with multiple accounts on Chromebooks. That might all be moot in a couple months if this ends up being the thing. Um, but the idea is 
um, you you would have Chrome like it's not going to look any different, and users aren't going to know any different. It's just going to be Chrome, the same way you get it on Windows or Mac or Linux. It's the Chrome browser, um, and while that feels a little strange for those of us who have been around this for a long time, it makes actually a lot of sense because then they can develop and keep up and and patch and secure Chrome once all the time. Here here it is. Everybody's mm-hmm. on the same version. There's no you get that and then you get this. And some of these features are here for that and not for that. Like Chrome is Chrome. Chrome is wherever it is and it's Chrome. Uh, and yeah, it's still a Chromebook and that's all fine and good. But you know, Chrome OS has matured to a point where it doesn't need to lean on a browser all the time. Right. Like, and that, again, for those of us who have been here for a while, it it's just a feel, browser, man. Yeah. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Actually, it's not a browser at all anymore. <laughs> nope. You know, so, uh, and so that's, that's what lacrosse is. And so if, if you're hearing this and going, oh, I've never heard of this before, you see why it's a bit confusing as to what they're going to use it for. There, at this point, there's no question they're going to do something with it. It's not like they're just there's, doing there's this to play around. Yeah, on, so yeah. it, it's going to feel more like, your Chromebook is a Chrome device, like your laptop is a Windows device, and Chrome is your browser. Now, you're, that doesn't mean you're going to be, oh, I'm going to install Firefox and whatever. But Chrome is just going to be its own thing, the way it is on everything yep. else. And I think it's going to give it's going to give Google a great opportunity. And already, I can tell, like just because of the responsiveness and how good it is, I think it's going to give them a really good opportunity to be able to show, like, hey. We, we've been talking about containers and doing containers. We've got Borealis coming. You know, we've got Christini. We've got Parallels. Here's Google building a container for Google's own product on Google's own operating mm-hmm. system. Well, Android's moving and, to that same yeah, setup. And I think they're going to really use this as a showcase, too, to show, like, here's how to do it well. Because you, honestly, I mean, I can click. Uh, I have lacrosse turned on right now. And I'm looking at it, and, and I'm like, you can't tell the difference. There's not like, oh, I can definitely tell this is a, a sandboxed, you know, app or whatever. Yeah, because when it first launched, when it first came out, the original. Uh, oh, so janky. It, I mean, it, it, looked, looked it looked like an old version of Chrome. Now yeah. it just looks like the Chrome browser that's already in built to. Other than the fact that you got a little dude up the top where yep. you can sign in multiple like accounts. Like you would on Mac on or On Mac or Windows. Windows or anything else. And so it's like, okay, uh, this is. This is pretty cool, and I completely see you know where they're possibly going here. There's still work to be done, and there's a bunch. Like you got to think about Chrome on a Chromebook right now has access to everything. Right. No, no issues with oh we got to pass this to this. They have to think about every one of those contingencies and make right. sure that this this uh, uh, VM this this uh, container that they've created for this because this is a custom container just for Chrome and. Once it's done, and if it works completely seamlessly, I think this then becomes a use case for them to go, if you want your stuff on a Chromebook, yeah, you're going to have to build a container for it, but ultimately, if you do it right, it'll look like this, and it's so seamless, there's no differentiation between, oh, this runs on Chrome or this runs in a container. Yeah. Like, right. And this is like this perfected version yeah, and, of that. And we've talked thing. about that before because Google's been working for quite some time with this what they call a plug-in VM, which is what uh, Parallels uses. It's just their pre-built container and VM shell. And all all you have to do is make sure your stuff works inside of that shell. And then the end user just has to click it and it works. 
Right. I mean, that's all yeah. there is to it. And I think this will be proof of that concept. Like, I mean, it's what a Linux app, if you have Crostini enabled and you install a Linux app that has its own icon and stuff and you go and you start that Linux app, that's exactly what it's doing. Yeah. But you can tweak your stuff to work ex- exactly how you want it to on on that device. Well, yeah. yeah and and as, think- as, they, as they work on this version of Chrome... I'm sure they're probably figuring, working out some of the kinks, and probably being able to apply that to right. the shell, like Gabe was saying. Like, because it's all it's it's making it all better. Because <laughs> the, the earlier versions of them doing uh, VM type stuff and, and containers on Chromebooks, it felt like they were trying to. Here's this one container you can put stuff in, and you know this is the Linux container, and so these different Linux applications needed different dependencies and all the stuff. And so like that Linux, the particular version of Linux that you have in there and that distribution uh, isn't going to work with that app. And and it's like, they kind of saw that because like Android was the first container and they obviously made some missteps there. Uh, Christini made it better, but now they've got, they're doing these individual, this container works for like this particular thing. Um, and in parallels, isn't a perfect example of that because it's still running a windows framework inside of that. Uh, but, lacrosse borealis and things like it in the future i think are going to be perfect examples of here's how chrome os leverages containers moving forward they're best done when it's you make a container for your thing your one thing right because most executables or many of them can be ran with just the basic framework that they need they don't need an actual full-blown operating system so so imagine you have your Windows laptop, and there's that one particular. What what does Mac use? They use uh, DMG files. Is that a yep. damage files? Is what I always yeah, call damage them. Files. damaged files. Yep. Dot DMGs. You, you you have this one. Let's say it's Final Cut, whatever. And you really want that, but you want to stay on Windows. Well, it'd be like Windows saying, "Okay, well, hey, here's this little here's this little room that runs parallel to Windows, and Windows is just acting as the host." And the bits and pieces that Final Cut needs to run is inside of this little room. Drop it in there, yeah. execute it, it runs, and then Windows serves it as the as the host. That's exactly what Google's doing, and it really opens up the doors to any developer who's willing to do the work to say, we want our program to run on a Chromebook. Let's figure out what we need to put in that container. I have, yep. one, I have one that I really, really hope is doing just that, uh, a little company called Adobe. Yeah, and there, there, there's a good reason to think I that, mean, that. I mean, we don't have any like firm so proof. Yeah. yeah, but if they've looked at it and gone, oh, yeah, so this we'll, is going to be a better way. Eventually, of doing this we can go that Android route. App. Yeah, yeah, and Adobe could create one container for their products. Exactly, like, it could plural. be the creative cloud instead of custom right. building in, a mobile app that runs in, in a container. Arc VM, right? Because yeah. now you're you're dumbing down your product to make it work for Android. That's going to then work in Arc VM. Eventually, it's an Arc plug. Like, why not just build a direct link Portal, to that and say hey look yeah. we're, here's our container for all of adobe's products so when you go to install them i the thing is they don't run linux like they don't have linux but clearly the windows framework works it's just working, fine yeah. so yeah there are some ways that they can they can leverage all this stuff and make it work probably i i don't know it's but, just so weird we can't ever say this person that we talked to but we were at ces one time and someone told us yeah i was on the plane ride over here and was editing a video in rush yeah like it's it on has, Android on a it was there, it was there, or maybe it's still there for some people to test things or whatever. But it, it, like they were working on it, 
And oh, yeah. then it just like it's been it's silenced. Yep. And it really does make me wonder if this is what they've yeah. they've Google, they've Google's as they've it. like yep. they were right on the cusp. Like right, if yep. you if you recall, that was was that three years ago or two years ago? That was two, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was on the cusp of some of this other container work. So uh, yeah, that they could have backed up and oh, said, "Oh, that would be let's, so dope." Let's go that route, um, especially now with some of the new hardware that's coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, you get these yeah. Intel Tiger Lake chips that have great that GPUs. You get these. Uh, you know, the AMD chips that we're seeing right now are good, but the ones that are coming are going to be way, they're going to be on that Tiger Lake kind of level with GPU and CPU or the, power. Or and, the 8195. Yeah, I don't know if Maybe. ARM chips are going to be where you want to be editing videos, but, you know, there there are there's hardware coming that will support this type of work. Uh, maybe not on like a high-end professional level, but to do what we do, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I don't know. Yeah, it's it's super interesting to think of. And so when you start talking about all of that stuff, and we look at the four-week update cycle for Chrome, and we see these notes on here that uh, Chrome OS release dates for M94 Plus will be available soon. Like, we're going to let you know what's going on soon. I don't know what they're going to do with Chromebook updates. Maybe they start doing Chromebook updates every eight weeks. Um, because ultimately, Chrome OS now doesn't have to be beholden to the Chrome schedule. Right. Yep. You don't have to stay on the same version of Chrome anymore. Like they could change it to this is version one, you know, and you'll go to Chrome OS 2.0 when we get there. Instead of feeling like, oh, we're at that six week point, we got to roll an update out. Are we going to put that with it? Are we going to put that with it? Put that behind a flag? Do that? Yeah. Like the Chrome team work on Chrome or and then it, the Chrome OS team or to just keep building Chrome OS. They could go the direction of. Not necessarily Mac, but Windows, where it's just like this is just Chrome OS. Yeah. It doesn't have a number. Hey, you got an update. It's true. And it, I mean, exactly. I mean, it's going to have a version number yeah. somewhere. Yeah, it'll be a version number. It, yeah. But uh, but I mean, uh, uh, for you Windows users out there, what version apart from Windows ten? What version is your Windows? Right. You don't, knows. I don't. Do you know. have the latest update? Sure. I took an update the other day. And it took six hours. So <laughs> yeah. there you go. And so that <laughs> that becomes know, like that becomes a different idea than if if that's how they move about it. And it feels like that's what the case is going to be. And so we've talked about lacrosse. We've talked about what it is. My bet right now is that they're busting their hump on lacrosse because at 94, it's going to split. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to, they're going to start rolling four week updates to Chrome and Chrome is going to be Chrome on Chromebooks. Yeah. That, Chrome that's, devices. You got to stop saying Chromebooks. I guess so. For when Chrome the watches device. and the phones come rolling Chrome out. Chrome devices. For Chrome devices. <laughs> <laughs> For Chrome device. My Chrome TV. Welcome to Chrome device. (laughs) So I just clicked into the MacBook here, and this this Mac that we use in here for uh, the podcasting is on version 10.14.6, but it's all under... It's like Big Mojave Sur, right? Or whatever you know. Oh, is it Mojave? This, one, this one's on Mojave still. So oh. the the new one's Big Sur. Big Sur, yeah. But it's all... I think they're all... Mac OS, Mac OS X, 10, right, X, or whatever. Like it's, it, they're all in that, but then they theme them. Yes. So like that could yeah. be an like kind of like how do Android like does. You have a main kind of theme, you know, call you it whatever updates. you want, and then there's updates throughout that. Yeah. Yeah. That those are, what were those? Those are all named after um, national. These are like, all national yeah, parks. Like or national national parks or, park monuments and stuff like that. Yeah. Because yeah, you have El Capitan and Yosemite, yeah, and then yeah. Mojave, and then yeah, they're on Big Sur now, but. That could be fun. Like, yeah. just do kind of a theme, a big kind of push that then you just have updates throughout. And yeah. And like, just whenever so I get an update on here, I just kind of update it. Like, it's not, uh, you know. It just so happens that Chrome OS is a 10. Yep. Chrome OS X. 
I like Interesting. it. Interesting. I like it. Had you thought it. about that until just now, or did that no, just hit no, you? No, it just hit me. Holy we, crap. We've, we have unraveled the, the multiverse of Chrome God. OS on this <laughs> podcast, and no one will ever hear it. First ones to say it. <laughs> Chrome we, OS 10. We have figured it out. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard if, it here. If it happens. Holy if it doesn't happen, crap. just forget you heard it. No, but that could totally be it, That dude. would be so cool. And then, you know, ultimately then they could say, hey, you know, you just they send out an update when it's ready. Exactly. Like, they got a security update. Cool. Push it. You got a. You, you know, rarely I, ever know anyway, other than the little "Hey, you got an update." Right. There's some security updates that come between updates. <laughs> and us and we're talking like, about oh, the versions. I mean, doing videos about versions, but most. I people mean, because it takes five seconds to install and reboot anyway. <laughs> right. So what, what's it matter? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I mean, they can just update as they update, and then when they when they're ready to push some new features, they can group them be ready and then do one update and say here here's three new features coming to your chromebook or your chrome device yeah. and push them out and Bro. it's oh it was six weeks and four days or doesn't it was matter. eight weeks and nine days it doesn't matter doesn't matter Who cares? um so i i again that would we don't be a, that know would be what's... such a different like it'd be so different than what mm-hmm. we like on what the kind of technical got... side we've grown accustomed to right but um, man, it makes more sense from a development standpoint, doesn't it, it? Well, yeah, and I mean, and that's the thing. They've been stuck with this. Yes, you want Chrome, the browser for the web that's constantly evolving and changing to be updated, updated, updated. And I'm not saying you don't want Chromebooks to be secure and updated in a in a nice, reasonable fashion. But I feel but like it's a lot. Yeah, I feel like they're always under the gun. Like they're it's, always behind. They're always just trying. To yeah, get because then out the door. yeah, sure and then you deal with now. stuff like the pandemic, where now all of a sudden they're having to. They had to focus on features. They had to focus on getting Chrome OS ready for all of these remote workers and schools and all that stuff. How many security updates got sacrificed because they had to get this working, or right. because they were focusing on the screen recorder, or this or that, or whatever? Now that's a non-issue. Yeah, because you let the Chrome team make Chrome secure and and keep adding features, web features, and the Chrome OS team gets to just forget about that stuff focus on and, the OS. and focus on yeah the operating system and the new features that are going to help users yeah. enjoy the experience more. And, and we see that with certain features, like how how good virtual desks exactly. have gotten now that they've for whatever reason have just gotten to just pay attention to it like yeah. pay attention and keep just iterating things and, and don't release them till they're ready and when they're ready that's what i was gonna let say people, let people like, have them once they're done like bake yeah. them all the way and then hand them to us and, and if you're not pushed on a certain schedule you can do that much right. easier right? right and you can really refine features before sure. you roll them out rather than being like well we got to get this out uh, it's close enough throw it out you know typical mm-hmm. right. google kind of crap Whereas this could solve a lot of that. Yeah. And I mean, I hope it doesn't mean that we only get like, you know, I always look at Mac people and, you know, they're like, oh, we finally got an update to the OS. It's been a year. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I don't all want that. of this stuff rolls no. at one time. It's like, that feels overwhelming. And it usually ends up creating problems for a handful of users. Absolutely. There's always an update yep. that breaks this and breaks that. I think regular updates as you go makes so much more sense well, it's just it's it's, it's the a, nature of cloud computing that, right. that chromebooks can do that you right know? and i think that that they need to keep doing that i just don't have to do it every six yeah. weeks don't right, have to be know? on a set schedule for sure man so that 10 could years be, old yeah 10 years old reworking it yeah I now's it the could time be right. could be right oh man robbie you're on to something man it's Chrome almost OS like we think about X. this stuff hmm S- C-R-O-S-X. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I, I think I think uh I think that that could be really interesting. So yeah, you heard it here. You heard it here first on the yeah. Chromecast. And I I I'm gonna publish something. I don't know if I'll go that far out. 
what we just said. I might throw it out there, bro. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Uh, If you're right, you can tell everybody I told you so. Yeah. But I did want to at least put out there, like I think putting the pieces together, because I came across this little tidbit on the the Chromium Dash after I'd published the original stuff this morning. And it's like, oh, because again, at first I saw that and saw that Chrome OS had gone out of this for 94. I was like, uh oh, I could, because I alluded to it like with a sentence or two i was like i might be wrong here but i'm actually leaning the other way now I'm yeah like, um no i think mm-hmm. I, I definitely think it's getting split like something's happening or there's no reason they would be putting these caveats in here there's no reason they would have left chrome os out of the conversation they're going to do something different with it and if 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 lacrosse wasn't a thing and we didn't haven't been watching it develop because i mean i check it all the time i'm like i don't know what y'all are doing but man they're doing a lot of it um, with with development of this, and I'm not sure what it's going to be for, but it, obviously it's important. They're spending a lot of resources on on making it work, and it's like okay, 94. That yeah. gives us quite a few versions still for them to still work mm-hmm. on this Absolutely. and make it work. And yeah. and again, the end user probably won't really know. Yeah, uh, it'll just, all they have to do is say, hey, we've added the ability to add accounts to your Chrome yeah. browser. It'll be feature Yay. based. It'll be yeah, like, hey, it'll you, can do, you yeah, can do this now. You can do this now. Yeah, because that's all the that matters end. when it comes to end users yeah, is what, end what does it does what does it does. What, what does, does it do? What does it does? Me. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. What does it what do? does? What does, does it, it does? It does this. What does it does? Yeah. I, anyway, I think yeah. yeah. This could be really this is this is really interesting because we, like the the story kind of came out yesterday or whatever and we kind of like talked about it a little bit but I hadn't really like this is why I love podcasting. Yeah, we can like, have really like, sat here. And thought about this, yeah. and I'm like, oh my gosh! Now that you're saying this, it's like, yeah, that's there's something here. So yeah, 100%. stay tuned, stay tuned for sure. Um, let's switch gears here. Uh, let's talk maybe. Yeah, let's talk one other thing here. Um, do we want to do? We want to do the two processors or the Chromebox thing? Let's chat about the Chromebox. Yeah, I kind of wanted. To, I was I was thinking the Chromebox. I think it's something well, that one one sentence. Here's my hot take. There's a new <laughs> SC seventy two eighty. The existing Snapdragon 7C Chromebooks were waiting to actually arrive, or the SC7180 internally, and a new SC7280 has shown up with a couple process or a couple boards, Hero Brine, and I think it's supposed to be Senor, yeah. but it, they don't have the tilde maybe yeah. in, in in the repository, so it looks like Senor. <laughs> that character not available. <laughs> Senor, yeah. Uh, but, so yeah, the two boards, yeah. new Qualcomm, no idea what it is. So yeah. uh, update to the 7C. 7C with 5G? Maybe. Yeah. That's, that was my thought the other day. Yes. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. And then you got, well, might as well mention Cherry since we're Yeah, on. so Cherry, we have an actual device now yeah. for the MT8195. Yeah. So I think we talked about it last week. It was, it finally showed up yeah. after all these months. We're like, it's supposed to Yeah, have- and I almost overlooked it because I don't think Robbie had gotten in yet and I saw it and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And for cool. some reason, <laughs> I was thinking it was based off of the 8192. Mm-hmm. And then almost overlooked it because if you've ever been in the repositories, they use the term cherry pick a lot, which that's just a common term for any type of repository. It's where they actually go in and cherry pick the things that they want to upstream and do whatever. So I saw it. And I was like, oh, that's nothing. And then I looked at it and I clicked. It. I was like, oh, wait, that's a board. Because usually, yeah. board, not always, but usually boards are capitalized. Board and this one was not. And I was like, oh. And then Robbie looked at it and was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what this is. And he Is there away. any sort of theme for those MediaTek boards? Uh, like, is cherry? They're something? trees. MediaTeks are always trees. Oh, oh so yeah. well, there you go. Right. Elm, yeah, Realm, Oak. Yeah. They're all, okay. Uh, that ever, makes sense, si- ever since the Acer R13, they, the. <laughs> They are yeah. always trees. And yeah. then the, the SC7280, those two, uh, I, I'm assuming are Minecraft. I know Hero Ryan is very tied to Minecraft. Yeah. 
Senor. Yeah. That, Who knows? Well, it's, there's a weird app in the Play Store called Senor Herobrine, and it's a it's like a little indie game where you're playing as the character Herobrine, but it's oh, called really? Senor. So maybe that's huh. where they maybe got it. I don't know. So, yeah. But I, I'm also interested. We need to ask somebody sometime who gets to name, name these because – MediaTek's are always trees, but Acer had the first MediaTek uh, device. The and R13. I, yeah, the yeah. R13, and I didn't know this until I think last year. Acer is actually they are Acer is a tree name. There's oh, a tree right. called Acer. Yeah. So did Acer say, "Hey, we're making this, so it's going to be trees"? So now yeah. they're all trees, or they had to run with did it. <laughs> MediaTek get to do that? So yeah. Acer's like, "Look, we're a tree. You're going to make it trees. Yeah. It's all yeah. trees." So, you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Trees, trees. Um, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> okay. there you go. Some new yeah. new uh, ARM chips. We knew they were coming. Well, seventy two eighty. I had no idea was a thing. I still don't even know what it is exactly. But eventually, we'll, we'll try see. to figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. It was hard enough. The seventy one eighty took me forever yeah. to eventually nail down. It's going to be the seven together. Yeah. But if we see an update to the seven C anywhere, yeah, and, or they add five G or something like, I'm gonna <clears throat> gonna basically yeah. say that's what that is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for fair sure. enough. So let's talk about this uh, Chromebox. So so Gabe Gabe wrote a, a an interesting article that is, um, I think I think probably you know uh, applicable for a lot of people who are still working from home right. or maybe they have a work from home setup and now they're realizing they're gonna have to keep working from home, you know, and they thought maybe they'd be back in their office, but they're not, and so it's like. These the, the, these uh, these things were uh, these devices that we're trying to figure out that we have to work from now. Like, wh- what is it? What is it that we're? What are you guys laughing at? I don't know. <laughs> Big red oh, dot. Yeah. <laughs> eat. Eat. Sorry, I pitch zoomed in on uh, eat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Our Jimmy Johns is out there somewhere. Our Jimmy Johns is ready for us. Freaky Fast Fridays. That's right. Um, but yeah, like uh, you know, we have to figure out devices to have at home, basically. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and like, this was kind of cool because we talk about, we haven't talked about Chromeboxes a lot lately, but they've had a resurgence over the last couple of years. There was a point in time where it looked like Chromeboxes were dead, but now you have uh, a, the main manufacturers making them, and you have CTL, and then there's some some other off names that that have been reproducing them as white label devices. Uh, but I just I, I got to thinking about it, and the more I thought about it, the more I realized that the Chromebox is a perfect device to have at home because, you know, a lot of people use laptops, and that's great or whatever. But even us who are Chromebook junkies, I don't use my Chromebook on the go that much. It's it's ninety percent of the time docked at my office. True. Or if I'm at home, I will have it in my lap. But I, th- I, I don't have an office in, in our current house. I, I did have a home at one point in time that had a, had a home office set up. But I got to thinking, you know, what, what if I just didn't have a Chromebook for some reason? What if mine broke or my kids spilled some coffee on it? Or, you know, if I were to go out and recommend a, a home PC for someone, what would I recommend? And a Chromebox is perfect. Because it's not just a home PC. You can actually, we're gonna, we're actually getting ready to do this here in the studio. You can slap one on the back of a television, plug the HDMI port into the TV, and now you have a large screen computer. You have a device that will stream any type of media that you want. And you have a device that even the low-cost $250 Celeron models will play Stadia like nothing. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, it's just... 
it's the perfect device to have around the house. And not only that, if you do happen to work at home, not all the time, you don't have a stationary home office, but you want to have some sort of home office setup. It's perfect. It's better than plugging your Chromebook into the TV or something every time you need to hook up or, or going out and spending money on a new monitor and a desk and all that stuff. Just put your Chromebook. We had one hooked up at Joe's house for a long time. Just hook it up to yep. the TV. And then if you need it for something, it's right there all the time. I mean, uh, and and they're super affordable. And, and we're actually yeah, going to do yeah we're going to do a video today. You can get you can get a Chromebox for around two hundred fifty bucks. They're Comet Lake. They'll get updates for another seven years. But you can upgrade them super easy. You can put more RAM in them. You can put more storage in them. And it's it's really really easy to do. And it's going to cost you a third the price of going out and buying a. I mean, if you go out and buy a decent tower windows pc a, fr- a friend of mine just bought one for a, a golf simulator uh, that he's built in his garage he needed something that had a a decent processor but he needed something that had a gpu nothing crazy but it needed to have a modern gpu in it and then of course you got an ethernet card and this and that and all this stuff it was 700 dollars, and that was without a monitor or anything else so i mean he has a thousand dollars invested just in his pc setup or you can go buy this little six-inch Chrome box that's going to be fast, and it's going to be fast for seven years. It's always going to be secure. It's always going to have updates, and if lacrosse pans out, it'll be a web browser for the rest of its right, life. Yeah. So it's just it, they're great devices. I'm super glad that they made a comeback, and I really think that even though they've really pushed them to – the uh, enterprise market for kiosks and desktop setups and stuff, I really feel like it's a great device to consider if you just want a home PC. So, yeah. 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 And I'm not going to lie. Like, if if I didn't review Chromebooks all the time, like, I've, I've got to force myself to use the keyboard trackpad right. in yeah. front of me. I need to look at the screen. Like, it'd be easy to dock this thing over on the side and never look at it because Chrome OS is Chrome OS, and that's a beautiful thing about the platform. I wouldn't even really be interacting with that device much at all i would have a chromebox on my yeah. desk all the time because I, I love the clean setup i did that for a while and especially like once these you know once borealis is a thing and there's tiger lake oh, you think a tiger Lake i sevens uh, with that chromebox. gpu oh yeah so can we all play some games on it like uh yeah that'll be real tempting to have sitting on the desk to be honest with you uh, it but again because of what i do I'm, yeah that's not necessarily a thing I can get away with, but if I could, I probably yeah, would. Yeah, I mean, my uh, my high school cross-country coach, uh, who uh, is fairly techy, like, he's always kind of trying mm. to stay up-to-date on stuff. Like, I got him sold on Pixel phones, like, before everybody was buying phones. Like, he's always wanting to try stuff like that. He he bought a duet for the house, loved it, and was like, hey, we, we need to replace our home computer. And I remember asking you guys, like, hey, yep. what, do you, what do we recommend? Like, what's out right now? Like, what, what can he get? Um... And for the price, it's just it's it's a great it, and like he already had a keyboard that he could use that was yep. Chrome OS that he could you know or a mouse and it's like cool. Do you have some sort of monitor that you can use? If not, hey, there's some pretty cheap monitors out mm-hmm. there that you can go buy. And yeah, if you ever want to upgrade this thing, cool, pop off the back and yeah, swap I mean, out some RAM. Yeah, and if you're using your television, it's it's very little investment. But I mean, even if you just you just need something to use from time to time, if you need something, you can invest. I mean, you can get a decent monitor for a hundred dollars, Best Buy or whatever, uh, a Logitech mouse and keyboard with the dongle, so you don't have any wires. You can literally just stick them in the cabinet when you're not mm-hmm. using them. And I mean, you're talking a four hundred dollar investment, and you have a complete home PC setup. 
I mean, for 400 bucks easily. Yeah. So it can be entertainment. It can, you can get work done on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, especially it's, it's just a, a nice versatile setup for someone who um, might need to do a little work from home or is working from home, but you know, also wants, you know, uh, just a, a kind of media center or something. Yeah. Or and, kind of, and especially just like that yeah. home PC, there's yeah. that, 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 that device you have around. I mean, you know, especially if you're a if you're a PC gamer and you're used to using a mouse and keyboard instead of a controller, and and because oh, yeah. we we've played Stadia on these uh, Celeron, the Comet Lake Celerons, it's butter. Eight gigs of RAM and a Celeron processor. I mean, and you like using a mouse and keyboard instead of a controller. You yep. got, you have a huge Stadia setup right there for very good, or like GeForce Now or yeah, yeah. or X Cloud, whatever yeah. you want to put on there. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you want. Yeah, so. Yeah, cool, cool, cool article. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was. It, it yeah, was it was one of those that was really fun to write, and yeah. I, I didn't expect it to really do much. But apparently, everyone really, except for that one guy, everyone really loved it. <laughs> always There's that, always that one always guy, though. Yeah. There's always that one person. Uh, but I yeah, still good like article. <laughs> we'll definitely link it and definitely go check out that article and consider a a Chromebox for your house if you yeah. want a home PC. So, um, okay, folks, I think that's it for today. Uh, As always, we really appreciate you all tuning in and listening, and we'll catch you all next week. See ya. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at chromeunboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.